pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. Welcome to the Rugby Pod brought to you by Rugby Pass. They provide live streaming of internationals, Premiership Rugby, Super Rugby, the Lions Tour and lots more in Asia. So they're a little bit like Netflix of rugby and they also feature news, podcasts and videos. So check them out and uh, give them a follow on social media as well. And if you subscribe, uh, you get 25% off if you use the code RugbyPod. Pod, 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 pod. Welcome back guys. Andy Good, how are you mate? I'm good. What have you been up to? Busy, mate. Really busy. I heard you had a hard day at work today, your first full actual day, nine to fiver. It wasn't my first full day. But you actually had to work. Grafted today. Four meetings. My head's all over the place. I just need a beer. Just need a beer. But busy weekend. Friday. A couple of speaking gigs. Farnham Rugby Club. Shout out to the Farnham Massive. I used to play there. Oh, who are you? Who are you doing here? <laughs> Welcome back. Well, why don't you just Jim Hamilton first? Because oh, uh, Jim we've, is. We've got to wait no, for no, the no. Super fun. I'm dying here, lads. He's dying. What's wrong? Dead man walking. I haven't finished my weekend yet. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Shit. Okay. The more important one's about to come. Oh, exactly. We're, well, we're going small fries. We'll so. come back to the my, super My weekend fan. was a couple of after dinner speeches on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Wembley. Took my daughter to Wembley. Wembley. What was that? FA Cup semi final. Which one? Arsenal, Man City. Okay. Um, she did a lot of revision. Exams coming up. 13 years old, exams coming up. Did a lot of revision. I said, listen, love, you work hard for these next two days, Saturday, Sunday. I will take you to Wembley to watch Arsenal and Man City. In a box? Uh, prawn sandwiches. Prawn sandwiches, yeah. nice. I ate all hers as well. Yes, I did. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> and that was it. And then Monday, back to work. Grafting hard Tuesday. Working hard. Different oh, to mine. Different to mine. I'm more interested. Mine was pretty dull, to be fair. Loved Sunday, Daddy and Daughter Day out, but I'm more interested to hear about Jim Hamilton's six minutes to start off with. Wow. It was a big six minutes. Are you okay? You're feeling De- all right. Defying. I'm, I'm hanging. Nick Mullins, what what an intro that was. I've Excellent. not I've I've only read what's on the it's on amazing. the uh Found the show, Nick Mullins. So so what do you say then? As you come on, yeah. as, as you waddle onto the field, yeah. with six minutes to go. I can't believe they needed you to finish it for six minutes. Well that's what they do. Matt, I touch standard though. Touched him, mate. What? We'll get to that tackle or oh, touch. You yeah. touched him up. You properly touched him up, didn't you? Enough for the rugby. Yeah. So we had a big one in Dublin, and then we flew straight home, straight straight back to St Albans after because we were. Before you get there, before you get there, yeah. we, we just want to clear up what uh, Nick Mullins. What did he describe? Yeah, with? I mean, Nick's Nick's a big fan of the show. Nick actually told me it's his favourite. Fo- There's a lot of rugby podcasts out there, but he said this is his favourite. That's why he came on live on our show, and he said. The voice of rugby, Nick Mullins, called Jim. First of all, he called you the 80-minute man, which is a lie. Six minutes. Well, yeah, that was this one. They rested me for the final. (laughs) (laughs) So he calls you the 80-minute man and said you defy medical science. And he's right. He said, and he didn't go as far as this, but what he meant was, with a body like that, like a melted wheelie bin and being hung like a squirrel... (laughs) How is he still playing professional rugby? That's what he meant. And I can answer the question for him. <laughs> but what he said is... I'm a phenomenon. He called <laughs> Media Mongol. <laughs> what you got? The Media Mongol is He thing. says you defy medical science by playing rugby. Well, what can I say? It's a phenomenon, really, isn't it? <laughs> when you look at it like that. I, I, mean, I enjoyed it. Six yeah. minutes, that was me. Okay, I said, if the game was won by 20, I'm on. If it's unlosable, which it was, <laughs> get him on. You did. Uh, Saracens cheated like hell as well, didn't they? Cheated? Yeah. I, to be fair, count. I've not even watched it back. Penalty count was disgusting. But better team, 
Congrats, Saracens. You're in a you're in a really good zone at the moment because obviously you're getting paid to be a professional and you you know not, you're doing all the training and, and you're just going out there for six minutes. That's that's a dream. It's like well, most people would, most people would look at it and go, okay, I've got I've got to work a five day week, but I'm only having to work Friday afternoons. Yeah, we, six, <laughs> six minutes a week. Six minutes. Hang on. Friday afternoon, six, then six get on the piss with the lads. I've played every single game. I've played every single game for the lead up again. He's on he's on five grand a week, I reckon, and six for six minutes. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, about that. Two fifty. I deserve that. No, well, Every yeah. single game, Big Cruiser comes back. Oh, I tell you what, dominated. Is it? Al Gubbs bar is knock on. I thought it was average. <laughs> <laughs> so I said that to the coaches after. <laughs> thought it was average. Yeah, and then we went to Barcelona. Let's hear about that. Well, yeah, can, I, can I just say what happened before Barcelona? Yeah, a bit excited. Me and Kelly Brown sat next to each other on the plane, and we were like, "Look, should we go and have a few tonight?" His wife was away. Um, oh, really? Was away. So we went out. You flew. So you flew back so to flew back to St Albans. So Dublin played the game. Yeah. Flew straight back to St Albans. Private plane. Airfield, air, airfield there. Airfield. What? Where's the airfield? Uh, we flew to Luton. Dublin. Well, private, so private. You flew air. to Luton, not St Albans. So carry on. Yeah. Who knows? I was absolutely steaming by the time we landed. <laughs> so me and Kelly have made. We said, look, let's go out for a few beers. We deserve it. So we looked at what ten o'clock. Couple of hours. Couple of beers. Had you planned staying over there? Yeah, I was meant to. We were flying. Uh, did he, we, we, first question: Did he charge you? What was it? What was the name? He, he what was a nightly rate. He could have stolen my wallet. I don't, Goody, this is it. I don't even know. <laughs> we were that. We were that pissed. So basically, we were due to go to Barcelona via Gatwick. So we meet at this, meet back at training at half four in the morning to get a six o'clock flight or half six flight to Barcelona. So me and Kelly have said, let's go out for a few. Wet the whistle. So we've gone out. Twelve, I mean, 12 o'clock. Twelve o'clock. Kelly's like, you guys know your limits. We know our limits. You we ain't been it. out for a while. Next thing. Kelly's like, 12 o'clock, Jim, I think we should go. And I'm like, okay, I think we deserve this. I think eyebrows deserve eyebrows everywhere. Eyebrows, mate. I put in a good six minutes out there today. I, exactly. I, I think I deserve this. We Kelly's, deserve this. We deserve this. Three o'clock, you gastered. We're in Subway. <laughs> Subway. Food hanging out on that. I'm no like, I've, I don't even remember where my bag is, where my passport. Scrappy daffy do. You've brought a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pack of cigarettes. Kelly, Kelly's walking the dogs at half three in the morning. <laughs> Four o'clock, we're rocking up to the to the um, training ground, absolutely dying. Fly to Barcelona, good for nothing. I was good for nothing. You may as well have taken a corpse. <laughs> I genuinely, it, I was. It'd, that, have been be- it'd have been better shape than I was, you. It was. I was that fucked, but it was unbelievable. What nightclub in St Albans are we talking? I don't. Uh, in St Albans, Vida. Good. Well, I thought it was rammed, but it turns out it wasn't. <laughs> There's a video circulating around me dancing Goody. Oh, really? Rumour has it that you might have it. I might have the video yeah. already. We, we, might, we might get to that at some point. Okay, well, no doubt. So there's people videoing me on night. St. Albans, Mill Central? Nothing. Well, I, I thought it was busy. Literally, <laughs> apparently there was no one in there apart from me and Kelly Brown. What do you go like on the dance floor? Because I, I, in my head, I've got a giraffe on roller skates <laughs> yeah. on an ice skating rink. I can move. I can really, move, but really? oh, oh, fuck my Achilles the next day. It's ridiculous. Was it those six minutes or the six minutes of dancing? No, it's the dancing. The dancing's ripped me off. Literally, um, again, Mullins called it, mate. Defying medical science, being able to look like that and play professional. Also rugby. known as a phenomenon. <laughs> I, don't, so, I, don't, I don't think those words came out of his mouth. So I got back anyway. I got back. I don't even know. Ace Ventura on the way home last night, head hanging out the window down the M40, dying. Can we go back to Barcelona? Yeah, well, Barcelona. I'm not allowed to say anything. There's got to be some stories. NDAs. Everyone's on NDA. NDAs. Ten dollar. Uh, <laughs> NDAs. What goes on tour stays on tour, as our does. listeners will know. Of course it does. But, so there's, there's, but there, there, is just, a, there is a single guy or, or ten on that tour. Well, I think the ten single guys have to come back and play Monday night yeah, against Northampton. That's a tough gig, isn't it? 
That's Warrior, isn't it? That's a, day, a day on the smash, lads. Get the early fight home. You've got the A League final, uh, semi fight, semi final, final, semi final, wouldn't it? Character building, mate. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know who who was there. Who don't played. Give a fuck, do you? I don't know. I just I I embarrassed myself with Kelly Brown again the night before. Yeah. And so we're, the the guys were all on the on the piss in Barcelona. Barcelona. In Barcelona. Bra- Barcelona. And what did you do? What, where'd you go? Um, so we got there, dropped the bags in Beirut Hotel. It weren't the best, to be honest. Was Let's it, have it. It, it wasn't the best. Good? Weren't was the best. Bad? I was in a room with Vincent Cock, man of the match. Vincent, uh, uh, mate, his interview. I have not listened to anything. All I know is he spewed all over the room and he wouldn't stop snoring. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy with the, the scrums that we produced today, eh? I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. What was that? So no, he's not from me. India, mate. No, no he's not. Well, um, yeah, so I was in a room with him, dropped the bags, and we met at the um, this really nice restaurant, and then it escalated from there. Next thing, we're on the beach. Next thing, next thing. Pickpockets everywhere on that beach. Lots of pickpockets. A few yeah, wallets went missing. Any scrappy dappadoos? Yes. No, I, I the don't paw, know. The pause means the yes. Yeah. But as you can so, probably see, I'm, I'm hanging to I've not seen any rugby. I've not watched, I've, I watched Bristol's today because we're playing them on Saturday. Bristol's? I think they might put the shags out against them. So they're gone anyway, aren't they? Relegated. Um, but that's the only. So I've not watched our game back because I in the game I Wait, thought what? I smashed under. I thought I smashed him, really? and he scored that, that tackle. Did you see it uh, with your spaghetti arms? Mate, I've smoked him. You haven't. He's so strong. Him. You just mate, no leg drive. So what would strong. Neil, what would Neil back say about know, tackle mate. technique? It's a modern era, mate. It was just power on power. Someone was going to go back. <laughs> And that time it was me. And you went back. It's, it's, tits, tits hanging out everywhere. Yeah. It seems odd for me, and, and it probably does for a lot of ag- other rugby listeners, that a professional rugby team gets to go away on a piss trip after a semi-final. And, and a debrief. It was a debrief. Debrief. But, I mean, it, it, do other clubs do this? Or is this a Saris thing? And is this a recipe for success? Is no, no other clubs do well, Apparently Wasps yeah. cancelled theirs. Right. Can, I, can, I, can I just tell you about Saracens? And what I love, and what every now I've retired, what every other rugby player in the Premiership hates about Saracens, and Billy said it in his interview. But what I love now is the fact that that book, that trip was booked whether you won or lost on Saturday, yeah. right? And they'd go through with it, and they basically every year they pick in season two trips. Yeah, two trips in season. So we've been to Saint Anton this year. Yeah. So we went skiing, skiing in Saint Anton, and yeah, and. Uh, Doing whatever you do in Barcelona, and it doesn't count in your pre-season trip where you go away to France or somewhere. Where you yeah, some... we've been to Chicago, New York. Sounds a tough gig, that. But what every professional rugby player at every other club in the Premiership, you hear about these stories. And you're like, oh my god, you know those Sarri knobheads doing what they want. Yeah, when we played them that week when they're on the piss, and we did it when we were at Wasps. We played Sarri's at home. It was a week after you'd been away on a trip. We were like, they haven't been training this week. They've been on the smash. They're not taking us seriously. <laughs> what happened? Sarri's won. <laughs> and, and you just look at it and you go, fair play. The, and that's all driven by the management, surely, in terms of how they plan these trips and just say, you know, come what may, whatever result, we're not going to react whether we win, lose, draw, whatever. This is where we're going. This is how we're going to get there. And this is the fun we're going to have on the way. And it, I think it's brilliant. Being um, retired now, and I can generally say this, every professional rugby player would love to be in an environment like that. Yeah, but you know more than me. The, the, well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. I've got an education. <laughs> you were taught by my mum. Um, carry on. Yeah. About bondage. Oh, bonding. Bondage. Um, <laughs> Aaron, mums. Bondage, mums. I um, Owen Farrell and Billy, Billy Vinopola don't get on the piss. They do. They do? Billy, Billy loves the piss now. Everyone buys Billy into it. Dr- Billy doesn't drink, though, he said. Mate, 
Does he, did he not? Did he say that? <laughs> do you remember Mate, what? he can drink. Uh, do you want me to say? Absolutely. Okay. Well, the listeners out there, a lot of them are from rugby clubs, old school background, me and Goody, men from my own heart, are all into that as well. Bellies everywhere. You learn more about yourself yeah. and your teammates. You're honest with each other when, when you, you when you slippered, yeah. when you've had 10 pints. And that's what it comes down to. A little bit of that is the old school bonding. That's what it is. As much as... You know, people might say alcohol is bad for you, which apparently is proven not to be bad for you. Bollocks. Immune system. That's Fucking the only thing. You, has good nothing to do with performance. Look at Gaza. They're flying. But, and, and that's one of the big things. But I'll tell you what, the boys back it up. So they come in training the next day. And, yeah, there's a crack about what happened. There's, you know, pictures, there's videos going around of, of the trip. But the next day, everyone worked. You got that, that fear, the beer fear. The next day, oh, what happened? You know, and you want to work hard for the team because there's an element of guilt. Because there's an element of... Being in Barcelona. <laughs> there's an element of... Um, what are you guilty about? Drinking 20 pints. No, you dance on the dance floor by the killers. You 20 pints in your son. Mate, I probably haven't. I'm talking myself up. I'm a shadow of me for myself. But there's an element of um, gratitude. The fact that you're given that freedom to go and do that. And therefore you want to put it in. Yeah, you align that. That's what I love. It's driven by the management. It's dri- driven by the top, you know, the coaches. Mark McCall... Because if he doesn't agree with it, it's not happening, right? No, exactly. He's the boss. And he's the boss. And a lot of other coaches are reactive to performance. A lot of clubs I've been at, and I'm not, I won't name them, some some coaches would say... Worcester. I've been at that many clubs, this is so easy to hide because, you know... A lot of coaches would say, well, you can't have a week off because the week after a week off, you don't train well, you don't play well. And it's just a... It's it's basically an opinion formulated to not give boys free time and not going... You, you put it in training, you perform well... You get rewarded. But what I love about Saracens is, and they can do it because they're top of the tree in terms of premiership winners last year and they've been building towards this. But even when they hadn't won the premiership or the Champions Cup, you were still doing this. So it's part of their DNA. It's part of what they do, which just, you know, adds, it just adds value all the time. And I love it. Every, yeah. every, and I, I guarantee, not many rugby players would say this. Every rugby player at every other club is like, oh, I'd love to be part of that. But then in reality, when they're at their own clubs, they're like, that is wank because they're doing what they want. Yeah, lastly, on a couple of the things. So one of the things I speak about, and I suppose it's it's the same as in life, it's about making memories. The chances, there's so many variables in winning and losing a premiership, a double. You know, like you talk about three years ago, Saracens were in two finals and lost both. Yeah. Their season was a disaster. But what they remember from that, they went to Miami. You know, the, the relationships they built up from there, the fun times they had. So if, you, if you're putting all your eggs in the basket of winning and losing, there's a good chance it you know, unless you're unbelievable, you're going to be disappointed. So one of the things they speak about is making memories mm. on and off the field so you can look back and be like, he was a good lad. You know, what about that trip? Um, and then the other element of it is about the togetherness, the old mm. school rugby mentality, which works. And it's easy sitting here saying that, and I'm glad that you said that, oh, you know, Saracens are winning, they've got the Vunapola, so they're never going to lose. But And the Hamiltons. And the, and the Hamiltons, Bra- yeah. Bramiltons. In his prime. They've yeah. got the Bramiltons in their prime. But like you said, two years ago, they lost two finals. Yeah. And, and, the still before, the, and the year before, the, you know, they didn't win still doing the same thing. But then, exactly. obviously, the, the other character is the fact that they lose a lot of money and uh, break the salary cap by doing that thing. Anyway, let's carry on. Let's move away from that. What have we got? Should we, should we go on to Tweet Roulette? <laughs> yes. So, if you haven't listened to the show before, um, this is where I ask a question uh, about the rugby. And whoever answers it correctly first gets to grab the other person's phone. I'm going to do a tweet or tweet text for that. What do you guys want to do today? 
Let's do tweet. Okay, the other person gets the other person's phone, the loser's phone, and gets to tweet whatever they want out to that person's Twitter. Uh, the question today is, in the post-match interview on Saturday, Billy Vonapola said he was going to celebrate the win by getting where? Goody, you're so quick. I love this, actually, about Billy. I'm hanging. Uh, he, I'm sure he mentioned two. He met, definitely Burger King is one. He said he. I think. I think he said he's hungry. He wants a Burger King or a Nando's or something like that. Was it? He's sponsored by Nando's. Is he? So he probably said that. Oh, th- is he? Yeah, he gets free food. Oh, the black guy. Everyone's got one. Haven't you? Have, Have you got one? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I've, I've got, got one. one. I've got one. It's correct. Is so it? yes, yes, please. Well done. Oh great, Jim! <laughs> Here we are again. What do you tweet off? Jim is fucked. Yeah, I'm hanging today. So Jim, you're going to hand over your phone, unlocked to Goody, and Goody's going to tweet whatever he likes. What are you tweeting, Goody? We'll find out at the end of the show. At the end of the show, I've got a video of you having a little dance. I've got something else I might look at as well. Oh yeah, two tweets are all right. Oh yeah, two, two tweets. Are all right? Yeah, two tweets. Okay, while Goody tweets, can we say hello to the super fan? Absolutely, Shambles. the super fans I've here. Been, I've just been serving a four week ban. Um, after last last time's performance, and how are you feeling? Because you, you don't feeling look good. As, yeah. well, you don't look great. Why? What are you talking you look, about? You look tanned. I was in Madrid at the weekend. It was good. So you're on the social media tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's loads. My, my phone's been pinging all day. <laughs> there's tons. What's yeah. it been pinging about? What you're going to do next year? Or? Yeah, I've been getting that as well, which I genuinely don't know what I'm going to do. See, I go, I go actually, back and though, forth. Actually, I go back and forth. Six well, between what? I put like a smash stander. I think, Matt, I can keep going. Are you telling? Do you, you genuinely don't think? Do you not think I smashed him? Outcome. He scored. What was the outcome? Mate, but the process. Negative tackle. The process. Son. He felt it. He told me at the end. He shook me hand and said, "I felt that." Just on what you're doing next year, uh, Steve Clark says, "Any chance the melted wheelie bin Jimbo coming home to Coventry and playing four minutes a week for the Wasps? For Any wasps? chance for, wasps? for Coventry or Wasps? Go- going to Coventry." He's asking. I'd, yeah, I'd rather so, play for Coventry than Wasps. There's not a chance in hell. disgusting, mate. There's no chance. What's the top of the league, Who? mate? What's the top Who? of the league? Best team in England. Okay, we've got Wasps next week, yeah. so I've got to be careful <laughs> what I say. You're going to go back in Cov, isn't it? Back in Cov, going back in our Coventry homes. You. In our Coventry homes. We, we speak, speak with an accent exceedingly rare. You want a cathedral, we've got one to spare. In a Coventry old. That's a good Coventry City song. There we go. Yeah, I'm Scottish. Scottish. <laughs> so, Rugby Ulster uh, are asking, what part of the All Blacks game would you target if you were on the Lions or if you were coaching the Lions? I'd go pre-match <laughs> meal. I'd target the pre-match meal. It's a very difficult question. Looking at the, the team that they've picked and the squad that they've got, the only place I can see them getting above parity is up front. And that's probably why they've got Roundtree. Uh, they've gone with Borthwick. Him and his ears. Yeah, it's going to be a difficult one, but the weather conditions, I think, are suited to the to the way the Lions might want to play. Um, so just then with the Lions, um, who do you think will be on standby if there's what? any injuries or whatever on the Lions there? Um, without so doubt, it, me. <laughs> I, I've, without doubt, I'm Jimmy taking the boots. We'll be in New Zealand. I think Jamie Roberts. I think Scotland players. I think Duncan Taylor because he's a utility back and he's an outstanding player. Good, you need to help me out here. Devon Toner. There's no chance. No, okay. No chance. Um, mate, there'll be a long list of people on standby. I don't. I think Goody said in, in a show before that how many injuries was there last time? I think was it ten? Yeah, it averages between seven and ten. Is that right? That, a guarantee of those forty-one players, some of them won't make the tour, won't make that first flight because of the ma- the monstrosity of the games that are coming up. I've got a question on that. Then, okay, so I'm imagining that a lot of the players know that there's 
10, 7 to 10 injuries in, in a tour. Who do you guys think is keeping themselves fit and ready to join the tour that shouldn't be keeping themselves fit and ready and got no chance of joining the tour? <laughs> well, I don't get it. Do you get so, it? So yeah. who, do you, who do you think's training thinking, oh, I might get a call up that probably should get a call? Are you saying the same? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you thinking the same? No. Ask's got a chance. Hartley? Shink Dillon? Well, who's that? Who's that? Well, basically, the next hooker, the hooker gets injured, the next one is either Dylan or Fraser Brown. Yeah. Got to be. Dylan Hartley, there's a good rumour there as well later. Okay, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Oh, oh yep, this is exciting. Yeah, do you know? We'll come to that section. We've got a rumour about Dylan Hartley coming oh. up later on in the show, hey, so stay tuned. Okay, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll come on to rumours later because we are smashing it here. We should be getting paid for rumours because they always, did you hear what I said? Sam Tui Too Small from Sale to Cov. Next thing, is it Cov? One guy has he he said he wanted didn't want his name read out, but he's talking about the England selection. That's a shit squad. What did you think about the England selection? I was shocked. Do you know what I think about it? You're shocked. Uh, do you know what I think about it is you split people are split down the middle between saying one great work from Eddie Jones, looking forward to the future, and he's picking guys. He's picked Joe Cocker Singer or whatever his name is. Cocker Singer, I think his name is. He's a winger at London Irish. He hasn't played a Premiership game yet. He's picked an England squad. A lot of people go, oh, you know, Eddie Jones, brilliant. He's looking to the future. I think you've got Christian Wade and Chris and um, Rocco Aguni, who are the two top try scorers in the Premiership, haven't got a sniff of the England tour. It's the same as Jackson Ray. Jackson yeah, Ray's exactly, been exactly he's, he's in the starting exactly team. That. He's been one, one of the best players. He got picked ahead of Shout Burger at the weekend. Yeah, and then they're picking the Cully boys, and they're very good players, yeah, 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 and I can see what they're doing. At least but, they're playing Champions Cup rugby yeah, and, and Premiership. Yeah, true. This Joe Cocker, a singer... And he's a big unit, he's a young kid, and he will be a very good player. Christian Wade is tearing up trees in the Premiership, as is Rocket Aguni. And you're thinking, with Watson on the tour, the Lions tour, and with uh, Jack Noll on the Lions tour, got to be the next two cabs off the rank, being on form. And he's picking a guy that's not playing in the Premiership. I agree looking long term's great, but they're England caps. You, you can't, can't hand them out. Yeah. You just can't dish out an England cap for free without having grafted and, and earned your right. And, you know... Yeah, <laughs> I, feel, I feel strong on that. There's a lot, of, but that that tour people are talking. It, development tour, great, but it's not a development tour. It's two fully fledged international games, and boys are going to get capped. That, in my opinion, on form don't deserve to get capped ahead many, of guys that are playing exceptionally well in the Premiership. How many caps do you get? Seventeen. Did you deserve all of them? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Seventeen caps, which is like four thousand Scotland caps. That's <laughs> that's what it equates to. No. Um, no, no, it doesn't. Maybe 400. You would have um, tw- I reckon you would have played 25 times for Scotland. No, definitely not. I'd have had 100 caps if I was Scottish. No if I was chance. a plastic Scot like you. Have you got any Scottish blood? Have I? Fuck, man. There you go. English. <laughs> Scotland until <laughs> I die. <laughs> Scotland until I die. Lions curfew. Players uh, to decide uh, when, they can be, when they can go back in, but 1am, uh, they've got to be back to the hotel. What is, it, what is that, every night, or is that a night out, or what? Well, I suppose if you go out, they're, they're saying you guys can go out and have beers, but don't go out into St Albans and make a prick of yourself on the dance floor uh, like a giraffe on roller skates. And... Is that um, is that the midweek dirty dirties, though? I can't see I can't see the midweekers getting in at one o'clock. Can you, Goody? I mean, if I was there, I'd be in by one. Well, mate, it's New Zealand. Day. I mean, it's not a great, not a great place to go partying, is it? That's the thing. Most most places are gonna are gonna shut down around twelve anyway. Oh, there you go. Then Absolutely. they're smart. They're smart but, at saying that. Then <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hey, go out, have hotel. a good night. Come yeah. back by one. Yeah, yeah. give yeah. them an hour to get home. Well, so yeah. they'll be back at the hotel drinking anyway. Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? They're saying go out to one o'clock, 
and then you can come back and drink for as long as you want in the hotel. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> have you seen any of the, the Clement Leinster game? Nothing. Have any of the boys? Has there been any talk about it? Um, we, no. Not today, but there will be. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they've been on the smash. As I say, today I've watched Bristol's. That's it. What do you think about it, Goody? Claremont Leinster. Do you know what? Two things: Ring Rose. What a try! Mm. First and foremost, Mm. Shades of O'Driscoll. It's it's brutal to be compared to a legend like that. But that try that he scored. Ultimately, Leinster lost it by giving Claremont a big lead. And Cami Lopez, fair play. I've not seen many French fly halves control a game that well at times and thinking, right, I'm going to go for the drop goal. French fly halves generally are shit or bust. Mm. Uh, they're the best player on the field where they tear it up or they're making absolute howlers. And Cami Lopez has got that in him. To slot two drop goals the way he did in a semi-final with all the history that Claremont have got in terms of losing massive knockout games, you know, their the history of big games and being able to finish hasn't been great. And fair play to him. The two drop goals in October, quality. They win the game because of that. And how, you, you hardly see drop goals anymore, do you? No. Tough skill. Tough skill. How does, how does he go against the Saracens team that likes to really put the pressure on a back uh, the, line? Well, this is the thing. The final, um, I actually think Saracens, when they come round to analysing it, they'll be happy that they're playing Clermont. One, they smashed them in the sem- semi-final a few years ago at Twickenham. Yeah, 47-15 yeah. or something. Yeah. And because Claremont, Claremont got an amazing attacking game, but you saw the pressure that Saracens put on Munster and they put on every team they play against defensively. Munster went to this one-out one out game and, and the kicking game was poor. What would you What would you do, though, Goody, if you were a first five and you were coming up against Saracens? Because they, they can make first fives look like they've got, they've got no left pass, they've got no right pass, they can't get it to the second five, the way they put pressure on their, their back line. What would you do? That's exactly what they did to me. I looked like a mug a few times against Saris. The last time I played at Saris uh, was for Wasps. And uh, as I left the field, Wasps were winning with five minutes to go at, at Twickenham. And then Saris won. Uh, but it's difficult. Their, their defence is, you know, they... It, 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 and I tweeted about it on Saturday. I actually said, congrats to Saracens for winning the semi-final. They live on the edge legally, which all the top teams do. You go back to New Zealand, Richie McCaw, the best legal cheat there is. Right? If you understand the risk. Or there was. Then... Yeah. And Sarri's lived on there. The penalty count was quite high. Um, Tell but... me what you'd do as a first five. Fuck knows, mate. I've been out of the game for a year. I've got no idea. <laughs> mate, he'd shout your man. So he, <laughs> I'd be like, someone inside. run over some bastard. <laughs> he'd throw but the ball inside, mate. In reality, um, with, the, with Saracen's defence, ultimately, the work rate they have in defence is phenomenal. And I tell you who epitomises everything. As a 10, <coughs> not Jim Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> As a 10, you go looking for matchups. So you look for, and this is me saying this, you look for fat guys that can't run very fast. So you basically, your props, your tight head prop, your, your loose head prop. A second row like Jim who can't tackle for shit. And you, you get your best runners. Ultimately, you try, and fight, you try and put your best attacking threats, whether it be a big guy against a little guy or a fast guy against a guy that's absolutely fucked from scrummaging and, and line-out drives. And you try and create those matchups by hook or by crook through set plays, through two-phase plays, through three-phase plays that a team tries to expose these guys because they find, ultimately, when you do your research and you do your analysis, guys generally end up in the same position after one, two, three phases from a certain scrum, certain line-out. So you keep working it through the phases as a first five until you can create a a matchup. Yeah, you've got set plans as a team and you try and find the matchups. 
ultimately, you look at Saracens, and you, you, most teams, their weaknesses defensively are the props. Fair, Jim, or not? Yeah. And one of the second rows. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly Jim Hamilton. But you talk about the props, but then you compare that to, you look at Saracens, and my God, Mako Vonopolo's work rate is unbelievable. As supposedly the weakest link as a forward pack that you go and find this guy that will be absolutely knackered from scrummaging, carrying, line out drives, etc. And he's smoking you. He is absolutely drilling. <laughs> he's drilling people. So basically, what you need to play Saracens, you need they start the game with uh, Cruz and Atoji in the second row. They both get fucked. Jim comes on. <laughs> go look for Jim. That's the only. That's the only <laughs> Target that's the noodle. The, that's the only way Claremont are going to win. Did I tell you, I, I've mentioned on the other podcast. I can't remember. If Mention it on this one, the better one, the Celtic one that I did. But you know, uh, Le- Leicester have got a policy basically of um, defensive matchups. So what they do is, so they'll do fifteen on fifteen, and then they'll have a couple of red bibs in the defensive line, and the red bibs are the weaker tacklers. So like yeah, right, teams do that. So, so you like your Andy Goods. Um, I have my hand bibs. in the air. I will not tackle anyone that comes down my channel. <laughs> yeah. But then they have someone who wears a different bib, and he's called the Noodle. And basically, you need to look for the noodle in the team. Because that's you. I think I'm the noodle. <laughs> I think I'm the noodle of that team. But ultimately, when they get to the final, Claremont, they've got Nike Tacky, Scott Spelling's a pretty good counter-attacker. Fritz Lee, he's good pretty carry. special at eight. And, and David Strettle, how good is he? Yeah, Strettle, there you go. There's a, there's a story, the final. Strettle, ex-Saracen, playing against Saracens. But I just think, you get to the final, the way Saracens play is so controlled. When they've got that physicality and they've got that work rate, bloody difficult to break them down you've got Cami Lopez at 10 who you talk about game management he was outstanding against Leinster but he's got howlers in him 10 will try and force a play against a strong defence because you think miracle I've got to make I've got to make something happen and ultimately you don't have to you need some big physical boys that will win the, that that physical battle and if Jim's on the pitch you win it if he's not they're, they're well <laughs> if I am on the pitch and Clement win which I hope they don't their president has promised to take them to Las Vegas for five days so that's their incentive if they beat us... You, you guys would get that win or lose, wouldn't you? Yeah. The, the, the yeah. triple yeah. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to Vegas regardless of what happens, mate. We've got Luke Narraway, stag do. He's not got many people going. Thing I've heard he's paying people to go now. Well, yeah, there's not, yeah, he's he paying people. Zero mates. Well, no one wants to go because he, he, in case they drop his purse. Or he chops their purse. Yeah, exactly. Whatever way someone's chopping someone's purse. <laughs> Let's go to the good, the bad, the ugly. Well, it's been... It's, been, it's not been that much rugby going on this weekend by the semi-finals. Um... You know some good stuff, Jim. Six minutes. No, let's go. Let's nice. go. Let's go. The real good stuff. So the good, obviously Saracens soaked up loads of pressure during the game, turning Munster over in Dublin. That's big. You know, obviously England went there, got their asses handed to them. Wasps went there in the quarterfinal. And lost Saracens. They were just so in control throughout throughout the game. Cami Lopez, that was pretty special as well. His performance, the two drop goals, and I talked about it just before. When you're talking about tens that can run a game, really surprising. A French fly half can see to drop two goals to win a game. But let's go to Gloucester. I often bag Gloucester. Jim's an ex-Gloucester mute. To go over to La Rochelle and win when no one's won this year with a team that was... It's a good team, Gloucester. They're not a bad team, but to win over there, pretty special. So this week, the Goud, led by Billy Burns. Big performance by him. He He played really well. He played really well. Brock James, on the other hand, ex-Claremont. You talk about Claremont bottling it in big games. Brock James bottled it. Did he? Billy Burns dominated. So the good this week has to go. We'll split it. We'll go to the English clubs. So we'll go Saracens and Gloucester. See, Gloucester are not bad. <clears throat> They're in the final of the uh, the A League as well. Hartbury 
I've just yeah, been promoted to the championship. Premiership though. But that's it, yeah. Actually grinding it. There we actually go. dinner. That was pretty good. The bad. The bad. The Waratahs. How bad? Oh my god. Gibbo. Gibbo my. Gibbo head coach. Great bloke. Good coach. Yes, me to go. Lost to the Kings. No one loses to the Kings. They're garbage. So the bad. They were pretty bad, the Waratahs. They've lost six out of eight games. Second bottom of the conference in Australia. Uh, Gibbo asked me to go to the Waratahs, you know. Did he rang me up. Really? Uh, yeah. Why didn't you ago. go? I asked him, have you seen me play? He said, yeah, we want you to come here and scrum in more. He says, mate, I haven't seen a scrum in more in Super 15 for about three years. <laughs> I was like, there's no chance I'm coming, but thank you. The, th- the thing is, there's, there's a wider picture on that. The Waratahs, you know, they've only they've, they've, they've won two out of uh, and lost six, but then the Brumbies, who are leading the conference for Australia, have won three and lost five. So yeah. sitting th- they're sitting third. So the, here's a Kiwi saying the Aussies are shit, right? Well, well, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. But they're, yeah. they're sitting... You cannot lose, as the Waratahs, you cannot lose in Sydney at home to the Kings. They're sitting Just the doesn't happen. Four. doesn't happen. So the ba- bad, that's pretty bad. Talk to me about the big second row, John A. Quovu. The big unit of a second row. Punching Hibbard straight in his... Yeah. Straight in his... His knackers. Cra- his, well, crown jewels. Oh, jeez. You know, I've heard he's got a Prince Albert as well. Yeah, I've straight V. Straight, 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 straight. I didn't see this. I didn't see this. So he, he slams him. He basically Hibbs what is on. The, Hibbs is pulling back. This he's a monster in the peel back. <laughs> not he's back. peeling back. He's not peeling back <laughs> live on the rugby field. It's great detail. He's, hold, he's holding back Quovu, um, and Quovu. He's pulling back his shirt. He turns around and just bang straight in the plums. Yeah. He's got her. That was pretty bad. So that all depends, though, doesn't it? If you if you you are hung like a microphone, that's hurting. If you're not, hey, we'll get to that. Yeah, if you're not, we, we if you're not like that. the picture that's been circulating, you ain't feeling that, we'll get mate. To that. You ain't feeling it. But the bad this week has to go to Racing '92. They beat Toulouse away from home last week. They went to Montpellier and shipped 50 points. Okay, garbage. Carter playing at 12, shipping 50 points when it's so tight at the top 14. You can't do that. It's a shambles. It's a shambles. It's a shambles. It is a shambles. So this week the bad has to go to Racing. All their Galacticos get shipping 50 points. Away at Montpellier, so they're pretty bad. Then the ugly, there's only one ugly thing this weekend. I do feel really sorry for this fella. It was really ugly. It was yeah. so bad. I know what this is. It was so it bad. Is. He was hung like Jim Hamilton. And there's not many people in the world that can be claim, they can claim to be hung smaller than a squirrel. Mate, was it like a lipstick? Is oh that the lipstick God. one? Oh, like a well-worn oh lipstick. Oh my God. Bit. So you oh, go, you, it was Johannes Jonker, the Lions tight air prop. His, t- his second row, and Jim, you'd never have this problem. Hand through the legs, pulled his little piece out. <laughs> hey, it was so small, though. It was, it was so, so, so It was so red. <laughs> How red was it? Was it? Red it was red raw. It was this angry little <laughs> yeah. button. Red, red raw. It Is was it cool basically, this time it, of year it was like? basically a tiny little acorn. Um, but he's got twice the girth of Jim, so. It's like a baby. Unlike Jim yeah. I actually looked at it, I thought, fair play. Decent. <laughs> you thought that's big? Decent. Yeah. There we go. So the ugly this week goes to Johannes Jonker. Oh, the poor, poor bloke. Tired poor, poor man. Well, his little acorns hanging out yeah. everywhere. Mate, that is squirrel. I'm, I'm the only. <laughs> that, that is squirrel. Anyway, I'm happy saying that is because he's about four thousand miles away from where we are now. So. <laughs> he's a big unit as well. Yes, but he is. He's a big unit up top. Not so much downstairs. Have you guys like, ever been in a situation like that when people have got pictures of you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a great picture oh, of Jim. Yeah. Like, that's the one on Twitter. <laughs> have, you, have you not seen? I tell you, if you tweeted that, it's over, is it? No, I, this is over. The rugby pod's done. You, Goody's got me. I, I don't know if I said before. 
I probably have. I'm going to say it again. Tell the story, Jim. I'll tell the story again. Yes. I don't care. We've got a story. This is the third time I've heard it, and I beg for it every time. It's great. All right. Gloucester, Gl- Gloucester versus Newcastle. Gloucester versus Newcastle. Franklin's Gardens. Cunts Cup. LV Cup. <laughs> Final. Yeah. Final yeah. Of, of the Cunts Cup. Yeah. I run straight at Tim Swinson. Bang. Headbutts me in the nose. By mistake, breaks my nose. He's on his ass, but I break my nose. Get a bit of concussion. Bit concussed, but it was back in the day where there's no HIA. You keep going, you're a warrior. Get back in the line. Fucking blood spraying out my face. Everywhere. Carry on going. All my mates come to the game. We're going out. We're celebrating. We're having it. All three of them. So we're out. Like we've, like we've won the FA Cup, but it's the Cunts Cup. Brendan's there. Absolutely steaming. Brendan's there. We're spooning in the corner. Absolutely dying. Titty Van Trump as well. Yeah, she Van Trump. He might have been there. Is she hanging out the back of you? Or we're all in the spa pool. Everyone's in the spa pool. We're all naked. <laughs> even even Tronco. What's his name there? What's the hung like a squirrel bloke name? Jonker. Yonkers. Yonker. Yonkers there. Yeah, Yonkers there as well. And then I've had to, I'm hanging. So I've got home, I'm lying in my bed. I am out for the count. So my mate Kovskin, well, I thought he was my mate, comes home, whips the quilts back, and now you've got to think, I am fucked. <laughs> and my room was freezing, all the windows were open, and he's taking a picture of me lying on the bed, start bollocks, spread eagle. It literally... If you got a cocktail sausage out of them Marks and Spencer cocktail sausages, <laughs> it would have been bigger. He's taken a picture, put it on Facebook. Next thing, I've woken them up. I've got 100 missed calls. It says, luckily it's a Sunday. Thought I got away with it. Oh, no. We're at Mike Tyndall's wedding. Goody, me old good lad, is going round. Oh, this is Big Jim here. Big Jim, little Jim. He's got, he's got a picture of me on there showing... The royals. I showed the queen. <laughs> she showed the queen. <laughs> the queen. She's she such said, a fan of mine as well. She said uh, he knows the lady, the good lady, J.K. Rowling, that wrote Harry Potter. He's good friends with her. Yeah. Can you show me ever any evidence that he's a little bit weird and something wrong with him? I was like, yes, yes, it is. That's how he's hung. She's like, oh my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Hung like a squirrel. So we've so, still got it. So anyway, so now he's literally got me by the conquer. <laughs> so I can't do anything. <laughs> So, but I've got a picture of him beating his nuts. What was her name in Barcelona? The... His name was Darren. Darren this week, was it? Darren. <laughs> What's Brendan going to think of that? Oh, exactly, Brendan, mate. Darren, He's Titty Von Tramp. He's dead to me. Any, n- n- nothing? No? Nothing, mate. Hang on. There's, there's, there's a few of them in Barcelona as well. Hey, what? A few uh, what? transvestites. Oh, is there? Oh. Yeah. oh, I did not know. Yes, you did, Jim. No, I didn't. You have another story. I okay, thought Darren you... was Darren. Goody, what are you, what are you, what are you getting at? Does he, does he have a story about a transvestite in Barcelona? Or is it? I could sit here and make one up if you want. <laughs> Jack, I'll quite yeah. happily do that. Jack Norrie, Jim. No, he, well, I just wonder if he met his usual over there. Mate, I literally didn't move out of the sunbed. I didn't move out off the the sun lounger bed. Off the sun, you mean sunbedding? No, like sun lounger, like sunbed. Yeah. Beach, the beach, the beach. Yeah. Six ah, pack out. Nice, nice. Marble light in what, one hand. Hey, what's happened to your chest? <sighs> Mate, fucked. Have you got that muscle wasted? I think so. Disease again. I think so. You know about that. You had that when you were 21, didn't well, you? No, I think every, every muscle that you lose, I'm gaining it in fat, to be fair. I mean, you are, mate. <laughs> zero, zero chest. Are you, I'm worried about you. Don't you, be worried, Do you mate. get All checked right. out or not? I, I, juiced, I juiced two weeks ago. lost four kilos. What, on the juice? The roids? No, no, no. no. <laughs> a juice juice. A juice diet. Oh, a juice diet. diet. Carry on. Let's go to the rumour mill. <laughs> the rumour mill. What oh, have you guys got? I had loads of messages last week. Loads. From the Worcester fans. About the Worcester. Yeah. Worcester fans. I know it as well. Do you? I'll let you say it. I can't say it. I sworn to secrecy. You're still in the game. I can't say it. Dylan Hartley leaving Northampton and going to Worcester Warriors. How have you, how have you heard that? Ah, oh, mate, I've got my finger on the pulse. You have. You know we're very influential, this show, we are. so this is going to be in the paper. Dylan Hartley has had a fallout with Dorian West. 
Dorian West, Forge coach at Northampton. Who How Jim... big are his tits? <laughs> How big are his tits? How big is his drum as well? <laughs> Dorian West, um, is, people might say he's quite old school in his coaching methods. Undoubtedly, Dylan Hartley has been influenced by Eddie Jones and what, the way Eddie Jones has treated him and made him captain of England and obviously different coaching methods with Paul Gustav, Steve Borthwick, etc. Gone back to Northampton, not happy. Northampton aren't getting enough game time out of him, so apparently he wants to leave and go back to Worcester where he was in the, the academy. academy. Mm. So I heard that rumour. I've also heard a rumour that a couple of Northampton boys have gone to the board and said they're not happy, they're going to leave unless you get rid of Dorian West. Controversial. Bombshells. These are rumours. You're telling me Pickamoles has gone to the board. Pickamoles has gone, hello. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no needs, one reads my offloads. He needs a bra. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I have heard that there's a bit of um, a few issues at Northampton. Discontent in the camp. Yeah. And uh, so Dylan Hartley could be the guy going to Worcester Warriors leaving Northampton. Yeah. Which the rumour that Jim started last week. I'm, Carry on. Okay. Um, any more? Surfontaine going to Northampton. Tatafu Pelotta now. Oh, here Quins. he is. Hooker going to Quinns, right? Boom. Quins, Quins need a hooker. They do. They do. A lot of people need a hooker. They need a bit tougher, tougher now. And a second row. <laughs> What's happening? Let's go back to... Let's, can we turn this on, Jim? Yeah, let's turn this back on, Jim. Let's turn this back on, Jim. Spotlight's on you, Jim. Of course it is. What's happening? What is happening? Because we, we talked about... We teased this a couple couple of episodes ago, saying you've got a big announcement. What, well, everyone's saying Irish? Everyone's saying retirement? I've not come out. You've not come out yet? You came out a couple of shows ago. You and Brendan? Darren, I love you! I said it. I said it. I said I'd give him a shout-out. I did. Um, I've not made a decision. Genuine. But every... Listen, what are my, your options? Thing. We, we are now... I've got loads of options. We're now, you're a, I'm a phenomenal. We're now end of April, right? Yeah. Every half decent rugby player in the world yeah. has got a contract for next year. And I've got and ten I've got ten on the table. Announced. I've got ten on the table. Clubs don't wait this long. What's happening with Jim Hamilton? I've heard Irish, I've heard retirement. What I've heard Coventry. Heard? I've heard Edinburgh. You and Cockers. Stay on. Rekindling the fire up. Has someone else said that? Is no. that getting offers left right? I'm in demand. So what's happening? Do you think you'll play next season? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I Would you know. like to? I don't know. If the if if body, family is the body right Money. at the moment? Is the body telling you you can play next Looking year? Looking at that body. My man's look, telling me no. But, but my, my body's saying I look like a melted wheelie bin. bin. <laughs> um, I don't know yet. We'll see. Next next two or three weeks are big. Let's wrap it up with a tweet roulette. Oh, hang on. Hang on. oh this isn't too bad. Thank you, good. It's not too You're bad. Welcome. Unless you've messaged someone as well. No, no, no. Hey, believe in Napola. Why are you doing that to Sean Maitland? I thought that I was your favourite plastic, Scott. And Can we describe the picture? What's so basically, picture? we've all got our tops off, ripped to smithereens. Are you, are the you back. hiding your melted William Bobby? I actually look like a taller rock but from your wrestling. Body? Shows your body. No, I'm smart, man. So there's a group, of, you guys are all on the beach in Barcelona, the, all the Saracens boys, you've all got your tops off. Jim, you're hiding out the back there. And, and Billy Vinopola Vinna- Vinna- hanging out the back. Sean Maitland right up the rear end as Maitland's just bending over and really enjoying He's every moment of it. The facials from Billy says, yeehaw, let's go, Cowboy. Well, I've seen Billy in the shower and Sean is screaming now. That's all I know. <laughs> screaming not with bandits. <laughs> Billy, you, you've said Billy's hung like a squirrel on me. Mate, well, no, right? mate, I tell you now, I tell you now, I saw him in a different light the other day. Um, in go a good, on, In a good way, in a good way. So on that bombshell, Billy, I love you. Billy will come on the show. Yeah, let's get him on it. Loves it. And that's the end of uh, today's rugby pod. 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 Pod.